Coming up on the 149th episode of the Loud and Proud podcast is the Leitrim Talking Points. But first, here's Oasis. Just on my way back down the road, another two hours commute, I suppose. This is where I'm walking from most weekends now, Carrick and Shannon. And it's another loud wind. We got the wind last week with the hurlers and we got the wind this week with the footballers. Unfortunately, the loud ladies didn't win. But the, the Loud Hurlers also won. They won at home in Darva. So they beat Cav and they play Fermanagh now in the kind of finale to win it. But they should beat Fermanagh again and go up. Um, and the Loud Ladies were beaten by Leitrim the first game in Division 4. I thought they would have been better. I thought they would have beat them. They beat them quite well. Six points in the end. But um, Loud uh, bet Leitrim last year in a close game. But they got players back. So just wasn't to be. And how and ever, the loud footballers, well, the usual format, I'm going to talk about um, the flow of the game, name the team, the team that was named, the flow of the game, and then we're going to go into the talk, oh, we'll actually hear from Mickey Hart, and maybe a little bit of Terry Highland as well, and then we'll finish with the talking points, and there is loads of talking points to come at the end of this Loud Leitrim Talking Points podcast. Right, so we start first with the loud team uh, that started... Um, Two late, two changes, one very, very late change. So three in total and three players that come into the side fresh having not played last week against Antrim. In goals, Martin McEnany re- re- regained his place uh, and Mickey Hart's trust. Right full, Dan Corcoran. Dermot Campbell, full back. And then left full, Donald McKinney. Right half, Liam Jackson. Anthony Williams, centre half. And Owen Callan, same, def- same defence as last week. Same midfield pairing as well. Bevan Duffy and Kieran Bourne. Um, the big news then, Andy McDonald was out. And on the, the right wing um, was... Who started the right wing? What did you say? Kieran, Kiki Down. No, sorry. Matthew Corcoran started out in the right wing. It's supposed to be Sean Murray. Sean Murray drops out late, late hamstring. You'll hear that from Mickey now coming up. On the fourth was Sam Mulroy, and on the left wing was Kieran Downey. Um, Kiki Keenan was inside with uh, Connor Grimes and Ryan Bournes. Both lads returned to the side, having played with each other underage and everything and club level and the whole lot. So that was the starting team, and uh, it was supposed Mickey. Mickey kind of. It was late, late calls and what have you, but he's got a, he's got a further look now. Another couple of players, but we started the game was a bit edgy, um, very sloppy kind of. There was a lot, lot at stake. Like this is, I know people might think you're you're listening to RT or you're listening to the national media an awful lot, but this really was loud season, and Leitrim's in a sense that lose this and you have one kind of rudderless game at the end, maybe a semi final for a play competition. But, uh, and then a championship game as well but realistically down in Division 4 this is it you want to get out of it as quick as possible it would have been very very deflating for Mickey if they didn't get out so it was very very kind of ropey at the start players getting to a certain part of the pitch and then losing the ball with sloppy hand pass whatever Keith Byrne gets this on the way really good full forward we put on a lot of weight in the, he put on a Covid stone as they say but Mark Plunkett finds him outside the right boot. But he's Bourne was a threat. No, but he wasn't much of a threat as he was last year in Dowdle Till. He got us on the way with a mark. And then Loud just came out all guns blazing after that. Really put pressure. Sam Mulroy uh, hit a 45. Um, kind of a fluff goal chance we had. Um, I think it was Kiki Keenan. Pan passed the ball across the right boards. 
Um, Williams, Anthony Williams come up the field off strong turnover, keeps a lovely point over the bar. If Williams plays at the half, he's going to be shooting a lot more and his shooting's really improved. He's very, very impressive today for Loud. That put us 2 1 ahead. Down, Sam Roy hits a left foot free um, out of his hands, and then Kieran down, he kicks a really nice score as well. Then Sam gets another free to push us 5 1. He didn't get a free all last week, and then we got two frees in the first quarter of the game. Then water break happens, and then we come out, and we were very composed after the, the start of the water break. Connor Grimes gets a mark, and then that puts us 6-1 ahead, and then we just kind of lose control of the game, and we talk about that with Mickey here now in a few minutes. But we could, it was just we were nearly penned in. Uh, Bourne gets two, gets a point, two in a row points from a free. That, they, they went 21 minutes without scoring, and uh, they... Got first scores to six minutes and then Bairn gets another one to 27 so he gets another one to make it 6-3 and you thought oh god Jesus 6-3 after being so impressive and so dominant then it gets worse Plunkett Mark Plunkett is under 40 he was very very impressive um, he got a he got a point he got two in a row actually um, kind of a shoulder from uh, Liam Jackson straightened up he clipped one over 6-5 then Bairn gets another free to level it was actually brought up and you thought oh feck's sake the level the free and that's just a bloody disaster level the game with a free and then it gets worse because they go they go and get a point seven six up Dolan the late change or Connor Dolan um, was pushed into the corner for the late change with them Evan Sweeney didn't start he came in after that water break and he was quite impressive so he was the uh, lively little corner forward for Leitrim and that kind of that kind of sparked him into that kind of good form and we just weren't getting a kick out the way the ball was going over the sideline we, we were very lucky that one went went awry and then it was a shot kind of after that bad kick out and it was just went by the goal post you thought oh god if I had it went in it could have nearly lobbed Martin McEnany but uh, we, go, we went at half time 7-6 down and it's just not looking good now in saying that we were against the wind but we should have been ahead with it against the wind we were very well on top I actually said it in the press box at the time, midway through, that even when we were still ahead 6-3, that Leitrim didn't look fit. They didn't They didn't look as uh, powerful as, as they were against us like this time 14 months ago in Dowdles Hill when they really played very, very well against us and we were kind of a different team and they were a different team. I think I said it to John Connolly during the week that COVID probably affected them the most of any team down there. Or, and then the fact that they're the only team in this Division One, Division 4 North without a new manager so they didn't get that bounce they had um, Terry Hyland still over them and they kind of probably that familiarity they probably didn't bother and they didn't kind of push on whereas Antrim had a new manager they pushed on um, Sligo had a new manager they pushed on um, and obviously under Mickey Hart and Gavin Devon we pushed on we came back very fit no fitter man um, than Conor Grimes come back into great shape as well but slowly but surely we get back into it and uh, we get our first score in 21 minutes as well and it's uh, Owen Callahan really good counter attacking move could have played possibly played um, Ryan Burns in for, for a score for a goal chance maybe, but, but Callahan clipped the ball over the bar that's maybe one of my talking points we counter attack again Samuel Roy looks like he's going to pull the trigger plays this kind of blind foot pass into the Dan Cork and cornerback who ghosted up the field he gets the score to level at 8 all and then we're just taking over because we're building pressure and they exhausted themselves getting back into the game and getting ahead in in that part and actually their first point after half time it was wide 
so they didn't even score I wouldn't even call it a score but Sam nails another free then Casey clips the ball gets a great point on the run Sam gets another free then Connor uh, Kieran Downey hits a hell of a score Worley on 52 minutes and then we're putting like we're going on a serious run here and then Liam Jackson gets a lovely point off the f- uh, kicks it over the bar then goes through Blair to a goal hand pass the ball over the bar that puts us 14-8 ahead Kiki Keenan gets in in the act he was lively he nearly was too unselfish playing the ball across uh, to the back post in the second half as well and he got intercepted by the goalie but he got a point for himself Decky came in for Ryan Burns he gets the first of his two points Conor Grimes gets a hell of a point walloped it over way out just confidence just soaring into soaring into the veins at this stage then Decky adds another point really good point really clever point just what Decky does coming in off the impact actually that's one of the talking points Plunkett adds a 45 to his uh, personal tally of 3 points Sweeney gets rewarded for his to get kind of garbage time points 18-10 and then Emma Carlin goes up from wing back he came in a half back and clips over a point as well that finished at 19-10 so uh, what was our plus and minus is plus 18 we play Sligo next they're, they were beat today by Antrim they're down by doing them three so we better score difference so the draw the draw will do us um, yeah the draw will do us um, yeah I think so and I'll confirm that but yeah so it's now showdown for next weekend uh, really good performance really uh, happy with the win to get the win um, we're going to chat to Terry Highland first and then we're going to go and end with Mickey Hart and I'll come back in to do the talking points It's easy to say that maybe the game, the winning and the losing of the game wasn't that, that middle third of the field. It was a place where you know a lot, a lot of football was played between the two 45s you know, in, in both halves of the game. Yeah, well, that's, you know, there was a lot of ball to be played during the day and they were getting set up and we needed to be patient and we weren't on the first 20 minutes. We gave away a lot of ball. I think there was something like a dozen turnovers in the first half. Needless, a lot of them were able to ball in. But then we went back to doing what we're doing after half time. Second half took on a, almost a very similar complexion to the first. Keith gets out early, scores first, and Lowther, you know, they get a run of momentum and to the water break. No, Ryan came on, and we were just maybe hoping that Nietzsche could maybe muster something similar to the end of the first half. We just wouldn't get a grip around the middle of the half. We just wouldn't get our hands on enough of ball around there. And I suppose that dictates possession, dictates the, the rhythm of the game, and they were getting hands on that. And even our own kick outs probably were struggling a little bit. We get the possession on that. And, you know, if you haven't got the ball, it's very hard to play with. What about Nicky, um, I'm sure a lot of delight in the dressing room, a much better feeling than what was the case coming away at the Haggardstown last week. Well, for sure. I mean, a win makes a big difference to any team that needs a win, and this team needed a win. And and I felt really bad for them last week because I think they played enough football to win the game, and we didn't. So it took this game. It took a lot of resolve for them to prepare for to come here to this ground today and, and uh, you know they've had a couple of beatings from uh, Leitrim in the past and again they had those scars to remove as well as trying to win this game today so I think it's a credit to the players the way they nailed on to the job and uh, we, we took a hit when we were well in control in the first half the water break didn't serve us well the first water break so and to be one down at half time I think wasn't a true reflection of how we played in the first half 
but we had a we had a mixture of the second half that we took control. I suppose you'd have to say we were playing against the breeze in the first half, and it probably wasn't a bad deficit to have at that time. But I think for the football we played, we really shouldn't have been behind. Some performance that second half, twelve points you scored in a row. The <coughs> points were coming from all all directions. A hell of a spread of scores, Mickey. But going back to that second quarter, the water break. Uh, amazing to see how much Leitrim came back into it after that water break. Yeah, that's what happens sometimes. You know, the, the game's going well. You've got a bit of rhythm going. It stops as these water breaks do, and people don't always start on the same foot as they left off. So that's life, and I suppose that's something we have to get used to as long as these water breaks are still part of life. Uh, and be able to manage them and know that you have to come back out if you were in a good place come out and add to that good place but I've seen it in many games it, it often turns a game you know in, in, in a quarter like that and uh, no, no panic you, you held the players back in the dressing room for a good bit at the break um, so obviously what, maybe a few home truths in that dressing room at the break no I, I like to use the 15 minutes that were allowed <laughs> <laughs> so I had the stopwatch on it and, and, and the 15 minutes were just up and come out I've always been doing that and I think the players need some time to settle down they need time to get a bit of information and they need time to get ready for the next half you know so we try to use the time well and obviously it's about sharing with them what we see for that first half and then suggesting them things that we think will happen in the second half and uh, they're good listeners and they're good men. They they work hard and they're taken to the style of play that we're trying to give them. And I'm sure the message was not to step off the gas when you were racking up the scores, when you were extending your lead, not to let what happened in the first half happen again. Well, absolutely. That was the message at the break, the water break in the second half. Said we were in this position before and we let it slip. You know, if we haven't learned from that, you know, in this game, then it could be lights out as far as the league's concerned. And it puts you back, obviously, now really in the, the promotion picture after last week's disappointment. Now you have your fate very much in your own hands, Mickey. Well, that's good. It's good to be back in your own hands again. But again, the visit of Sligo isn't an easy one either. They were very impressive against uh, Leitrim last week in their own park. And I, I, don't, I do believe at this moment time here is a draw game. I've been in Belfast. I don't know if it's improving that. It's a draw game at half time. So, you know, the, yeah, we know what we're up against. There's nothing easy here. I think we're in the tough side of the draw. Mickey 2-7 from play last week I think 12 out of 18 from play today especially in the second half 10 out of 12 in the second half from play you know, massive rate of scoring from your lads and really you know, strong displays you know, in open play yeah well that's what we want we want these players to be comfortable on the ball we want them to be comfortable in any area of the field it's long since gone that numbers in your back mean anything about where you should be playing a number in your back means that you're on this first 15 and, and you want to be able to do whatever's required to defend and whatever's required in attack you, you ought to be able to do it so every player needs to be able to defend and every player needs to be able to shoot and, and I think we're trying to create that Andy McDonald um, didn't start for you today. It's, it's an injury, is it? Ah, he's a, a long term injury, Andy, and he's been nursing it along. And I suppose there was a lot of play come up in the last few weeks because we played in house games, we played a challenge match, and then we played Antrim. And Andy just doesn't have that kind of recovery time. You know, he can't recover that quickly. So that's why we had to, we had to cut him out of the game today. Oh, absolutely. It was a huge loss to us last week. You know, we knew that um, because he'd been playing so well in their trial games and in the challenge and the challenge we had, and uh, a fierce loss to us. Like it was, it was really we missed him badly last week. Mickey, just the other one was Sean Murray. What was the issue with Sean? Ah, uh, he has a hamstring worry, and and he didn't like. He did a test on it yesterday and felt that it was good. And then he went out today and did the warm up today. Maybe the heavy ground or whatever. He felt that it wasn't right, and, and he made a, a wise decision, I suppose, not not to not to start to cause more bother. There's not much time to recover from hamstrings at this stage. What would be the chances of him and Andy for for Sligo? Um, well, I don't know. It mightn't be great if if the hamstring giving him bother today. 
in seven weeks in seven days time without doing much training it's hard to know where Shawnee will be and as far as uh, Andy's concerned we'll have to just be in touch with him but I think that the knee's given a bit of problem at the minute that's quite acute and uh, we'll have to see how it goes this week It's games ticking fast uh, Mickey with this new format um, what, when you look back and reflect on this game today what are the real things you're going to try and take over as you, as you, uh, with Sligo coming next weekend? Uh, well I mean I think it's a question of learning to play the way we want these boys to play they're, they're, they're taking it on and, and full credit to them and they need they need a bit of success to validate that method of play and you know even though I think we played well last week we, we didn't get any result so that means to say is this right or is it not or can we play this way or can we not so I think the fact that you get a result endorses the fact that this is a good way to play football and, and that they will be able to take that on board You must be happy finally Mickey that they control the game better in the second half well, absolutely. Um, that's what it's about. It's about knowing how to manage the game. Uh, first of all, you need to be able to take the scores to put yourself in a position where you can manage the game. And, and I think they did that. They did the jo- first job that was important to get ahead and, and be able to manage the game. You couldn't do that and play that kind of play if you weren't ahead. You must chase the game. You must get ahead of the game first. If you get ahead of the game, then you can be in control of how the play goes. So you have to work to be able to manage the game, and they did that today. So yeah, that was Mickey there and Terry Highland just before him. You can see that Mickey was was happy. You know, he's in twos and you know he's learned a lot. So right, talking point number one, and I'll probably lose count with the numbers as usual coming down the road after a loud victory. I kind of get out of hand, but uh, the first one uh, is the win, two points, and. That's it. That's the talking point. Right. Second one. Talking point number two is Mickey Hart is on. Like he said, this side needed a win, and it did. Like it really did. It's, it's been a long time. Like I know we beat down last year. That wasn't. That was different. That was a down. I kind of the players kind of knew that was important now not to to go and lose completely uh, all the games. Uh, but it's been it's been so long since we got a win um, in, in Wayne's first season and. That was crucial. That was massive to, to get that win because it, it's confidence. It's everything. It's, it, it gives us something to focus for, and it, there's nothing better than learning something new than getting re- rewarded for it. Like Mickey's hinting at there, like and this is what this does. You know, everyone then buys into it. The players that are injured want to come back in. The players that are fit want to get back into the panel. There's competition for places. Everyone wants to be part of a winning team, um, uh, and like it's going to be. A big, big game next week against uh, Sligo, and we'd have that bit of winning momentum. Having played well today and in parts last week, uh, but yeah, it's all about the win. It's all about those two points going up the road, getting the win, getting the bonding together with the lads, getting feel good, getting the you, you don't feel half as sore after after a win, and you kind of buzz to get the testosterone when you're laughing and you're you're flying and. You head down the road a lot happier, a lot shorter down the, down the road, and hopefully that rubs off. And then, like we go into next week, I'll, I'll have full preview again as usual for the Sligo game. But right, so talking point number three, and it's probably a bit of a Debbie Downer, but it's Andy McDonald. He's going to be missing. Will he be making it back for the Offaly match? I don't know the way um, Mickey was talking there. It's not not looking likely, but that's a huge talking point. Um, the loss of. The loss of Andy for that big game against uh, Sligo next week, um, and possibly the Offaly Championship game. But um, talking about number four is the return of Conor Grimes. 
and Ryan Bournes and then the you know, it's just those, yeah, just those two return. I'm trying to think of someone else. Maybe I'll tell someone else. Or maybe Emma Carroll coming off the bench and Decky off the bench. Talking about Decky now in a second. But yeah, the return of those two boys, um, good to get minutes into the legs. It's uh, a little bit ring rusty as well, but they've really showed well. Um, Ryan Burns has, like Mickey said, has to get used to a new system of kind of tracking back and working his way back into things to get shots off. He'd be the best for that kind of 50 minutes of action. Conor Grimes, he was he was such a lot. If he plays last week against Antrim, we win. I feel we just he's an extra presence. He's a big square man. He's can kick with good feet. He got it marked. Like we didn't get a mark at all last week. Didn't get a mark attempt last week. He gets one, and he gives us that platform attack. He fought, he allows Sam to play further out the field, and it's just great. So those that's great another impact. Talk about number six, Sam Mulroy was outstanding today. Like and I know he gets the plot it's usually for his scoring and all that. But his work rate in the centre to, to kinda of the team the team he worked the socks off defensively, getting the tackles in, getting the turnovers and he's well harassed now. He's well known now at this day, especially down in Division Four. He's well known. He's the man that he's the target man, he's the talisman that has to get tagged and picked up and he was today, but he got through a serious amount of work. Um, he got a couple of scores well what did he finish with four, four, or five, four or five scores but it was work right around the field yeah he got five scores four frees and one from play a 145 none from play we had a couple of snapshots but that'll improve as well but that's what you nearly want from Sam in the thick of it in that kind of no thinking about the game just getting split second decisions where he, he lines things up he sets things up and that's what he's doing that's, he set Dan Corkin up for a score he set Kiki up for a score as well orchestrating things and he likes that he likes to be busy he likes to be in the take of action and I suppose someone did say play, play around the middle of the field play in the middle of the field that might kind of take him further down the field than you'd want uh, you know and he could be probably just man marked there There's number six has to go with him you kind of thought oh Kiki Keenan has to work um, his way into another position having played in the 40 last week and played well he's the one to make way kind of in this switch for Conor Grimes coming back in the side and to facilitate Sam but I had him in, inside my first team of the week or first my team against Andrew and he, he, he revelled in there he really like Kiki kind of he revelled in there kind of going at the man like I said in the, in the in the game play he was nearly too unselfish looking for men at the back post he could have drilled it low but this is just a decision making that's kind of changed for now just that's talking about number 7 Mickey Hart's decision making He's already worked. Like I said he'd have to earn his corner, and he did. Uh, he just he walked it into the lads, and you can see that with Liam Jackson taking his point, with Don Gallon taking his point. They learned from last week. Now it's one of those kind of probably not really a litmus test in that the game was well won, but it's just one of those. If you do it against these teams, you'll do it when when it's really counted. So we got rid of those kind of bad habits and worked on what Mickey learned last week taking those scores and controlling the game managing we even had to win that game twice today and we did so and no harm as well so uh, that's talking about number 7 number, talking about number 8 is the competition for places it's really building now three three new men into the team your other lads mixed in and out of the panel Craig Lynch comes in as well sorry yes yeah, so actually I skipped that so we know the competition for places there is there so talking about number 8 is um, Martin McEnany gets taken off at half time and then it's a tough one because Craig Lynch didn't really have anything to do then because we penned them in against the wind and uh, he didn't have that much kickouts but he did look assured in his, in his kickouts 
McEnany was nearly cut out for uh, short, an inter- intercepted kick out that your man took quickly and that, that goes in after the water break in the first half you're really under pressure then so Craig Lynch comes back and has that bit of experience um, Steve Williams behind him uh, Steve Williams went down behind Martin McEnany as well in the first half but Mickey went with him and then he made the big call probably take him off um, at half time and then ironically enough I'd say Craig had probably been four kickouts but then he, in the game when we had to control and keep possession he kept possession well and his kickouts were long and they were good and they were defend the targets so yeah big talking point but um, yeah another talking point number 10 was Demary's those RD fellas are really shining now they're really coming to the fore mentioned that last week against Antrim that they were used to winning and they wanted to win there today and were, uh, the four of them were very very good really solid Liam the three of them sorry Liam Jackson Donald McKenney was outstanding to call him back for Laird today came up the field he got a ton of possession give the ball didn't give the ball away gave good possession gave good foot passes left foot foot passes I think he is left foot um, but he, yeah, he drilled nice foot pass. he gives that first foot pass in for um, Conor Grimes to get that mark yeah, so he was good and then Kiki was good inside he adapted as well took him a while to get into it but then he really did he flicked onto the crossbar as well um, a short free from Sam out the sideline he flicked it in only four actually he didn't flick it on the crossbar he flicked it in there was a lad waiting on the line from Leitrim to take it off the line but um, yeah really a big shout out to the Marys there those lads are really good and, and they're coming they're coming um, talking point number 11 is that attacking play maybe it's Conor Grimes in there maybe Sam Murray out the field but you can see we're, we're getting turnovers like we mentioned last week. We're just we're, we're really developing, really um, upping the gears in what Mickey's working on with us. And you see that the more and more and more he gets to look at, the better we're going to be for it. Uh, but there, I also felt that there was, a, there was a better, more directness to us today. We were kicking it more inside. We were looking up. The head was up a little bit more. We're getting the runners beyond the play for the foot pass. We're getting runners behind the play as well. But it wasn't slow when we were taking shots and it wasn't like we were shot shy like we were against Antrim. Now, Antrim were a different opposition, proposition as well, in that they weren't as defensive and it wasn't as shut down as cat and mouse as it was against Antrim. But we'll be the better for it. I think we, we'll come better. Maybe, you know, it might be Antrim down the line. Uh, probably not actually the way the fixtures are, are, are going. But, um, yeah, that's... Um, I suppose that's a big. That's it. That's all the talking points. Great win. We look fitter. Yeah, we um, the goalkeeping thing. Yeah, mentioned all that. So what? A ten or eleven. The control. The swarm. The long. The long balls in. The more direct play. Um, I suppose as well. I'll put my hand up as well in that the midfield functions a little, a little bit better. I was talking about number twelve. Mickey trust the player. That's that. Maybe that's it. Trust. Mickey trusted his players and they kind of replay repay them. To a certain extent in Bevan and Kieran Bourne maybe they need uh, they need to get used to playing with each other as well used to playing middle field or Decky Bourne's impact off the bench as well that's another talk my number 13 impact off the bench we didn't have that really last week we didn't have that finisher we had three points off the bench today and Decky is that I mentioned that on my team he comes in off the bench in a loose game open game broken play he will shoot and he will score against tired defenders he is accurate and that, that's what you need off when he's a kind of a luxury player to have off the bench like that come in bang get two points get us over the line and that is I think the that role is set perfectly for Decky um, but um, yeah that's it so big game now big build up now next week for Sligo 
Um, really is. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a preview on that. Um, I'm gonna be talking to Gavin Cawley. He's Sligo journalist down there, and he was at he was at the the Sligo um, Leitrim game, the opening game, and he was at the game today. So he live he live a good eye on Lardy, a good eye on Le- uh, Sligo. He'll have seen the two teams. I don't think anyone has seen the two teams so far. So look forward to chatting to him. I'll have my team as well. I'll be picking that as well. Um, there's no reaction, but I might have to do a bit of video work this week on the on the on the win. A couple of things that we've worked on. Yeah, really good win, really enjoyable commute from Carrick and Shannon, Avant Money Park or Avant Card Park. No, Avant Money Park, I think it is. Park Sean McDermott, a really fine facility as well. I always say that, but the pitch was a bit soggy underneath, and they were a bit worried before throw in whether the game would go ahead, but it did. We got the win. We got. I'd say it's more more reps on the Mickey Hart's reign and the more the better more players we use the better and uh, it's just great it's great to get that win and I look forward to Sligo did I say it's great to get that win yeah it's not it's not like loud to be getting wins for the football team this this uh, this year anyway yeah, we haven't got it we've got one at the end of last year but not this year so roll on next Sunday in Haggerstown we're allowed to take on Sligo I'll have build up during the week on patreon.com forward slash loud and proud thanks very much for tuning in thanks very much for listening and um, here we go on Louis Boot bye bye now Sing.